All human thought, all science, all religion is the holding of a chaos of what is art and universe. Because we gaze at the stars, or do we gaze at them because they are human? When the stars were right, they could plunge from world to world through the sky. But when the stars were wrong, they could not live. But although they no longer lived, they would never really die. When the universe is vast and inexplicable, and you are weak and insignificant, then you know you're playing Call of Cthulhu. This is an actual play of Call of Cthulhu 7th edition, featuring adult themes and horror. Listener discretion is advised. Find our published scenarios at starsareright.com or contact us for help unleashing your own twisted tales upon an unsuspecting world. And now, settle in, dear listener. Intrigue, high adventure, and cosmic horror await when the stars are right. Hello and welcome back listeners. Today we will be playing session two of The Castle of Greed, a scenario written by Fedra Floru, aka me, and published by The Stars Are Right. This scenario is available to buy and run for your own group. Just check our website or buy it directly on DriveThruRPG, link below. Now who are you all playing and how are you today, Brayden? Hey, I'm playing Wendy and I'll honestly eat any kind of burger because I'm so cheesy going. <laughs> Buddy. Uh, Noxicals. I am playing Vena McDonald and I am going to relish the opportunity to investigate this further. Uh, Lydia. Hi, I'm playing the Reverend Ernest Culver and I have a lot of catch up to do to <laughs> be as good as those puns. <laughs> Seb. <laughs> Hi, I'm playing Christina Hardy, and I sure hope the beef between investigators doesn't cause us problems. So many burger puns. Good thing I've gone a different direction. <laughs> and I'm Fedra, your keeper for the day, and I'm ready to plunge into this lake I'm in this episode. <laughs> Seb, tell us what happened last time. The investigators are invited to a meeting with oil baron Sam Madsen regarding his wife, Anna, who has been having episodes and has been distracted of late. Their help is requested, and they are told that money is no object. Before meeting Anna, Sam invites the groups to the local burger castle to discuss their plan of action. Upon arrival, they discover that it's actually shaped like a castle. Sam mentions that Anna has been having dreams of a man in black coming to kill him. He seems wholly unsympathetic to the point of extreme misogyny, he then proceeds to devour an atrocious amount of burgers. Mr. Madsen's appetite is unnaturally high, rendering the investigators uncomfortable. After the unpleasant meeting with Mr. Madsen, the investigators travel together to the Madsen house, bonding a little along the way. Anna seems visibly unwell. She explains that Sam's father died the previous month, since then, his purchase of the Burger Castle appears to have given him some modicum of joy. Anna appears reluctant to take it away, but is worried that it will kill him if she doesn't. During the conversation, Christina perceives that Anna possesses a very dark aura, that spirits are trying to warn her, and that it's Christina's job to make things right. Anna explains that she has been struggling sleeping, 
and having flashbacks to a traumatic experience involving a lake. She shares drawings of a shadowy, cloaked and hooded figure, and her husband, dead, in front of a burger castle. She describes a vision of Sam cooking and eating his own flesh, unable to stop himself until he dies. The investigators argue for a time about what the cause of Anna's distress might be. Unable to come to an agreement, they determine to walk to the lake for some air. And I believe you're on your way to the lake with your meatloaf sandwiches. Reverend is driving. Is it far enough away that we need to drive? I, I thought it was just like down, down, down the garden or something. Uh, it's America. Everything is a short drive. We're going to go and pick up that guy, aren't we, uh, at the restaurant later on, so we're going to need the car anyway. That's true, that's true. I think it was like early evening or eight-ish, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong, or judge yeah. me later if I'm wrong, listeners. Because the meatloaf was for dinner. Yeah. Okay, and uh, it doesn't take too long before you arrive. The lake is surrounded by many acres of grassland and shrubbery. It is dark, and a thin veil of mist seems to be hovering above the ground, obscuring far into the horizon. The lake itself is very large too, and walking its perimeter would take several hours. The sounds of nature at night, while other times comforting, feel a bit eerie and foreboding knowing the reason you're there. And then there is an unnatural howling in the distance, followed by another, and then silence. You can't help but stay on your guard through the periodic howling that seems to come from nowhere. When you say unnatural, what makes it unnatural as opposed to just, I know, a wolf? Just a little bit of reverb. Maybe it's the wind. <laughs> <laughs> Are we used to the sound of, like, coyotes here? I have no idea what the wildlife in this part of Kansas would be like in real life. There are wolves in Kansas, I believe. Okay. Yeah. It's just, there's something slightly off about it, you know, and it's kind of more of a sense thing than a, you know, sound. Could I potentially make a natural world check to try and identify what kind of animal would make that kind of howling? Because um, wolves and coyotes do sound a bit different. I'll let you do that, provided you get out of the car. Oh, are we still in the car? <laughs> I mean, are you, what are you doing? Are you going for a walk around the lake? I thought we'd, yeah, I thought we'd parked up and, like, we're getting out and going for a wander. Is okay. that not a plan? Uh, yeah. yeah. I think we'd walk down to the water, right? The plan is to basically go to the lake, look around and see, you know, if there's anything that would feed her delusion. And then, well, that's my plan anyway. I appreciate that's probably not, not Christina's plan. <laughs> <laughs> see if there's anything that would yeah. feed her delusion. And then, you know, when we get back, we went to the lake and I wasn't, you know, I didn't eat my own arm or anything. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, I'd like a group luck as you're walking, and also you can give me a natural world to think about the howling. I can confirm the natural world was definitely not a success. There's okay. an 86. <laughs> uh, my target was 10, so... Could be anything. Could be a type of bird. You don't know. <laughs> you're not wrong. Yeah, I, I only know human howling. I didn't get it either. <laughs> Who is the group luck? I have a horrible feeling it's me with a wretched 25. 
Sure is. Is it me? I, yeah. I hope it's you. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, but. <laughs> oh, Fedra, I don't like that laugh when you do that laugh. <laughs> I can just feel the malevolence coming through the microphone. Okay, right, roll it. Uh, 57. Okay. Yeesh. You are kind of walking around the lake for a little bit, contemplating the house, and. You know, not much is happening. I don't know if you're having like a little chat or if you're, if you're just enjoying your night walk. But uh, I'd like everyone to roll me a spot hidden either way, please. Okay. Oh, I've actually got that. That's exciting. Oh. That is an omega <laughs> fail for Christina. Oh. That is a natural 100. <laughs> oh, oh, mate. No. I failed. I like that you said natural as if we have unnatural in Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> oh, everything's unnatural in Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> Besides this fumble. <laughs> I am one point off an extreme. Okay. Ooh. I got a success. Okay, so the Reverend and Christina, I guess you're more kind of attuned with a spiritual sense of this place. You're quite spooked. Um, so you're not looking around as much, you're kind of taking in the feelings. However, Wendy and uh, Dr. MacDonald, you see in the distance a little, a little shape at first, and then as it approaches you, you realize it's a number of creatures. They're quite dark. And there's mist, and they're not very tall, the quadrupeds. But you do hear some snarling and some growling. And they are moving pretty steadily towards you. Oh, God. Um, there appears to be wild animals here. I think we should leave. Now. I don't see anything. <laughs> I don't see anything. If you if you point them out, uh, you you'll be able to see them if they point them out. I'll attempt to point them out to Christina and accidentally poke her in the eyes, presumably. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the fumble. That's that's great. Oh, Good gosh. punishment. You turn around to see them and you just smack her around the back of the head. Like oh. <laughs> quick, quick check. Do they look like any animals that we'd have seen, or do they look all weird and spooky? Uh, well, it's misty and it's dark, um, and you're just starting to make out what they look like, especially you with your fumble. You probably, you mm. might be seeing ghosts. <laughs> Interesting. And, and um, do I, am I aware of any, like, ghosts or spirits or legends, etc., that might fit this kind of description? Being way too as many, I am probably. <laughs> an expert in the occult. I think, uh,. There are probably too many to narrow them down at this point. Okay. Like spooky, fuzzy quadruped. They're probably there's a story in each culture <laughs> involving them. Mm -hmm. Is that like spooky, scary skeletons? Spooky, fuzzy quadrupeds. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> New from Hasbro. <laughs> Wacky, waving, inflatable. <laughs> yeah. I hear merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Are we back up to the car then? And they start running towards. Are you running back to the car? You're. You've walked quite quite a a bit um, away from from the car. Are they starting to run towards us? Yeah. 
Oh, and Christ. they're barking. Go move! For God's sake! I hear you. Someone throw the meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a good idea. Actually, yeah, let's do that's that. Luke, genius. Let's go. <laughs> um, I'd like a constitution and a dexterity from everyone to see how fast you go and whether you trip as oh. it's misty and dark. As in a combined one? No, I think separate is fine. Okay. Okay. Oh, con's better. Let's start there. Oh! Got a zero two on con. Nice. But a 77 on dex. (laughs) (laughs) Too fast for your own good. I hope no one fumbles because then you're going straight into the lake. (laughs) No fumbles, but Christina does straight up fail both of those things. Uh, Oh no. Reverend has passed both and got an extreme success on the dex. (laughs) He's running. He's a beast. Hell yeah. He is. Uh, I got a success on my con and a hard success on my decks. Okay, so we have the Reverend followed by Wendy, um, <laughs> and then followed by uh, is it uh, Doctor McDonald who who fails the dexterity roll and starts stumbling a bit, followed by Christina who is right at the back, uh, stumbling about um, and not being very fast as well. Mm-hmm. Um, as you run, I'm going to say they take one swipe at you, Christina. Let's go. Come at me. I'm ready. Can we see them better now as we're sort of glancing over our shoulders and running, making squeaking noises? Indeed, they are dog-like creatures that seem very aggressive. Uh, Christina, with your spot hidden fumble, you're convinced there's something supernatural going on about them. Um, Great. Everyone else, I say, uh, because you, you're not as close and you don't have that uh, spiritually inclined mind, you're unclear as to whether there's anything more than dog. And they're definitely chasing us and not going for the drop meatloaf sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a good point. Let's see. Okay. They appear to have ignored the meatloaf sandwiches in favour of, uh, I guess, Christina, because you just have to (laughs) outrun the slowest one among you. Um, Christina, as uh, one of them lunges for you, would you like to uh, dodge or fight back? Uh, I think I'm terrible at both of those things, but I'll, I'll go ahead and dodge. Okay, go for it. That's a 91. It's not a fumble, oh but it's bad. God. Oh no. Let's go. I've got 30 in con. I'm very likely dead. <laughs> uh, lose five hit points, please. Oh, jeez. Oh, my, <laughs> my max is eight. <laughs> oh no. Oh, <laughs> That's a major wound, right? Um, yeah. I'm dead, you guys. It was nice knowing you. Actually, to be honest, it wasn't nice knowing most of your characters. Like, Christina hates all of you. <laughs> We're literally like five minutes into the episode. <laughs> this is like, yep. Oh, jeez. Um, well, good. Uh, I'll, I'll enjoy that. 
Uh, would you like to roll me constitution, please, to see I'd, if you pass out from the pain of I'd being mauled by a, a dog? Oh my god. <laughs> that, is, that is not a success. Um, I think I might spend luck to make it a success if I'm Go allowed to do it. that. How much do you need to spend? That's 17. I have to spend 17 luck. Out of? <laughs> out of uh, 45. So I'm still not the party luck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Rub it in, why don't you? You are bleeding from your arm and shoulder, almost all the way up to your neck, but they just missed it. Um, And the wounds are quite deep. They have latched on and refused to let go. Uh, And the rest of you kind of hear that. You hear her screams behind you. You pause momentarily and turn to look at her. And then everything goes eerily silent you see even you Christina a dark figure in the distance just as Anna described it is surrounded by a tentacular shroud of darkness writhing all around it there is no question that whatever this is it's not human It has no eyes, but you can sense in your core that it's staring right at you, right into your very being. And then it smiles, a flaming, massive grin. A grin so blood-curling and otherworldly that your legs grow cold and your arms grow numb for a moment. It's still in the distance, and while you find your body's frozen, Every molecule in you tells you to run in the opposite direction. Don't go closer. Don't look at its full form. And then everything goes dark. Are the wolves slash dogs still there? You don't see anything. You're individually in a void. Not all together. It goes dark as in literally pitch black. Yep, all around you. You can't hear anything. You can't see anything besides the echoes of that terrifying vision. And then it starts forming all around you. A new image is being created slowly. And you see it exactly and as horrifyingly as Anna described it. Sam Madsen weakly wanders to the frying station at Burger Castle. He seems to have come from further within the kitchen. Has he moved the freezers around? He puts his arm in a fryer, waits until it's cooked, and then takes a big bite out of it. You can feel his pain, and it is unbearable. But he doesn't stop, or no. He just keeps going until his heart gives out. You feel it. It feels like a warning. You feel it in your heart. This will happen. Soon. And then the vision changes. I'd like a sanity roll before whatever you see changes. <laughs> yeah, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're in the sanity drain phase of the scenario. I didn't fail something! Oh no! I rolled a 71 versus 70. Oh no. Oh, that sounds like a D6 for me. Oh god. Four. 
I have also failed. D6 for me too. Beautiful. Ah, and that was a five. Well. I have failed as well. Okay, well, keep a tally because we're not done yet. Um, that is a D6 for failures. Now, you can feel your body. There's the darkness around you that's kind of shaping and reshaping itself into various images. But it's kind of like you are in the void, you're in that dark room. So you can move and you can speak, and but you can only hear the visions and you can only see the visions. And you can see yourselves, kind of, maybe a bit distorted. But you do have the ability to act as the visions form. You've just had this sanity loss. I guess it makes sense to roll for a bout of madness uh, if you've lost five sanity. Okay. It's always the reverend that goes mad. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> he is pretty obnoxious and does deserve to go mad. Intelligence, so. please. Okay. Uh, I rolled a four against 65. Oh, you know very oh, well boy. what is happening here. <laughs> Roll me a d10, please. A d10? Oh, no. I mean, that's okay. the classic bout table. Situation. Here we go. Oh. Eight. Okay. So eight is uh, an emotional outburst of some sort. So mm. you are either hysterically laughing, crying, screaming, or whatever you feel would suit your character more. That is not stopping you from doing anything else. Uh, just uh, something to keep in mind. <laughs> okay. Um, now, would you like to do anything or are you frozen at the moment while the vision forms? Uh, Wendy? What What is the vision of the um, burger castle in front of me? It's just ended and you uh, see kind of distorted colors and images in the process of reforming so it's just a vortex of color and shape it's not clear at the moment what you see yet so you have a split okay. second to react but if you're curious to see what's happening next you can also stay and watch that's an option no no, no. <laughs> no <I'm okay>. uh, <laughs> feeling quite guilty that she didn't do this prior uh, with the dogs that were running around, uh, she's going to draw her gun and <laughs> begin aiming, ready to shoot at anything that's coming nearby. Okay, at the vision or...? Or just in case she her vision sort of clears again and then there's something out there. Okay. So you, you have your uh, gun drawn, so that gives you like a, a dexterity bonus in case we go into combat. Awesome. Uh, Dr. McDonald. So can I sort of see the, the the end of the vision? Is the dead dude there in front of me? It's just kind of... Or is it all just black? Started splitting apart and resetting into something new in that split second where you get to react. God. Then I think she will... She turned around to see the dog things and then saw the, the scary tentacle man. Mm -hmm. I think she will turn in what she thinks is the direction of the car mm -hmm. and just start running into the darkness. Okay. Sounds good. 
basically doing the equivalent of sticking her fingers in her ears and going, la, 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 it's not real, it's not real, it's not real. <laughs> awesome. Um, can you roll me luck, please? I uh, can certainly try. Uh, I can fail, however. That's an 87 versus 55. Okay. Thank you. Now, Christina. Bleeding is a free action, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Great. You're not doing very well. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm like, I'm looking around. I'm, I'm, I'm having visions. Um, everything's trippy. I'm kind of dying. <laughs> it's all good overall. I think uh, Christina's gonna look around and try and like make out anything she can make any kind of sense of. The next vision, basically. Oh, great. Okay. Um, then we'll uh, like start talking, like asking questions. Uh, she'll say, uh, "Who? Who's there? Why are you showing me this? What's going on?" Uh, if you if you're lost or, or in pain, maybe I can help. You get a sharp flash of the previous vision, very intensely and very briefly. The, the previous morning. vision of your boy like eating his face, eating his arm. Your boy eating his face. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> he ate his own face. <laughs> no, arm. He had very flexible lips. I'm real sleepy, you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, and Reverend, in your emotional outburst, what do you do? Well, I think he's crying and laughing at the same time. Uh, he's completely lost in this um, sense that the devil is real. And the devil is here. He's absolutely convinced at this point that he's seeing the truth and uh, that everything that he's tried to do his whole life, he's ready and he's going to go and he's probably going to die, but he doesn't care because it's his turn to take down the devil. Lovely. But he's also crying and screaming and laughing and snot bubble crying at the same time. <laughs> Wonderful. And as you all are doing the things you're doing, the next vision starts forming and even if you're running or you're crying or you're talking you can see it in any direction you're looking at reverend you see the members of your congregation they're all gathered happily in your church and are listening to a sermon wendy you see your mother jackie She's walking in the evening. Looks like she's on her way to pick you up from work, as she usually does. Dr. MacDonald, you see your son, Carl. He is hiking in a lovely green space somewhere in Ireland. Christina, you see your friends and housemates in Wichita. They are laughing and dancing. Wendy, what, what do you do? Uh, I blink and try to rub my eyes to see if I can uh, close the or change the vision but if not then I'll call out to mum mm. she's not responding it's as if you're watching her from far away like uh, through a camera mm. your gun's still drawn but nowhere to point it at Dr. MacDonald you've been running what do you do? 
So the vision's appeared kind of in front of me, I assume. Do I get any closer to it if I keep running, or does it sort of stay the sort of same distance away from me? Imagine running on a treadmill with a screen in front of you. Yeah, yeah, I figured it would be like that. In which case, I think she will keep running, mm-hmm. and she'll start shouting, Carl! Carl! Can you can you hear me? Stop! This, this is... Oh. If I close my eyes, can I still see it? Ooh, that's a good question. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't decided that, so, um, yes. That's creepier, right? Yeah, definitely. Let's go with yes. Yeah. yeah <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> In which case, I think she'll stop. Probably, like, sit down on the floor and just cover her, her face with her hands. Just like... Because this is not going to be good, right? This is not going to be Carl having a lovely, happy hike and, you know, <laughs> sitting under a tree. He's going to get, he's going to eat his own leg or something. It's going to be terrible. Do you stop running? Yeah, I stop, sit down, put my, my head in my hands and start crying, I would imagine. Christina. Hi. I think Christina at this point recognises that everything she's seeing is uh, not actually there and will therefore um, uh, j- just sort of wait and, and, and say again, um, I'm here, I'm seeing what you're showing me and I'm listening, whatever else you got to say. Okay, Reverend. So he's in the pulpit and he's preaching and I think normally his sermons are quite lighthearted, they're quite sort of down home and uplifting but on this occasion in the vision he immediately flips to the book of revelation and starts reading out about the final battle and about how the the beast will be thrown down into the lake of fire and he goes all very hellfire and brimstone for a bit okay everyone roll me power please no uh i reckon christina and the reverend uh, actually, the Reverend, you don't have to roll me power. You're you're insane. Uh, Christina, you get a bonus die. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dreamy. Oh, I've passed. Oh, that is an extreme success. Okay. Hard success. And the visions continue. Wendy, your mother Jackie is walking in the evening. She looks like she's on her way to pick you up from work, as she always does. It is dark. You can see a group of rowdy men nearby. Dr. MacDonald, your son Carl is hiking in a lovely green space in Ireland. And then he trips. His foot must have been caught on something. Christina, you see your friends and housemates in Wichita. They are laughing and dancing. And then you smell smoke and see flames. Reverend, the members of your congregation are all gathered happily in your church and are listening to a sermon. Then someone in the crowd coughs, and another. (coughs) Wendy, what do you do? I'm gonna just keep screaming out to mum and I'm going to be like shaking my head and rubbing my eyes, slapping myself, trying to get out of whatever exactly this is. Uh, None of that works. I'll shoot at the rowdy men in the vision or shoot in the air just to try and 
deter them or wake myself up. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you start shooting. Just one. One okay. single shot. Okay. At the vision. Whatever I determine to be upward. <laughs> upward into the sky. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Dr. McDonald. Oh, I think... So nothing's changed. I can't get any closer to him still. Um, so I think she will start crawling towards him, even though it isn't helping. Crying and shouting... Somebody help him! Somebody help him! Christina. Do I have any idea of whether what I'm seeing is... like, like So presumably this is not a memory. This is not something that has happened in my past. Mm-hmm. This is... These are all people who I know to be alive at present as far as I'm aware. Mm-hmm. Okay. Would you like to roll psychology? Uh, I'd love to, yeah. Would, would that be to try and determine like whether this is real or not? Uh, kinda. Roll me and we'll see. Okay. Can I can I lawyer that, that occult would be a reasonable substitute on grounds that it's like a supernatural vision thing? I'll allow it. Dreamy, thank you. As a zero. <laughs> <laughs> Did you roll a critical success? I did roll a crit success. Amazing. Okay, so here you go. Um, Let's go. You know that, uh, from your occult knowledge, you know that whatever this creature is, it's like a harbinger of doom. It brings death. However, it's more of a warning vision. It's more of a kind of predicting the future. But in this occasion, with your critical success, you can tell that it started with a warning, with a prophecy you have to prevent, and then to solidify it, it's followed with a threat. This isn't a past memory. This isn't something that will necessarily happen in the future. This is a threat for what might happen if you don't go and prevent interesting okay great um christine will immediately say all right all right i understand um i'll do what i gotta do but i'm gonna need you to let me out of here you get the sense of go go now run there and the others as well referring to the to the other investigators you get nothing all right I'm guessing you can't do anything about and I'll gesture down to like the massive open wound <laughs> in my torso and legs. Uh, as if to tell you that you don't get to be a chooser, the vision intensifies. <laughs> All right, message received. <laughs> I get it. And yeah, we'll start like limping away in what I believe to be the direction of the Castle of Greed. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll me luck. Uh, great. I have 27 luck now. Oh no, 28. I lied. <laughs> oh, extreme success. It doesn't even That's matter. That's very appropriate. Um, and you return to the lake, but you don't see anyone around you. Not even the dogs, which is very sad. <laughs> well. Now give me a moment as I progress with the Reverend. So I think the Reverend 
just talks a little bit louder and just becomes a little bit more animated as the coughing in his congregation continues. Mm -hmm. Okay, everyone roll me power besides the Reverend who is already insane. Well done, Reverend. Thank you. Including me? Oh no, you're out. I have passed again. Is it a normal It's a hard success. All right, just for this once. Another hard success here as well. So for everyone still in, the visions continue. Wendy, your mother, Jackie, is walking in the evening. Looks like she's on her way to pick you up from work. It's dark. You can see a group of rowdy men nearby. They follow her and then they attack her. What do they want? Is it her money? Dr. MacDonald, your son Carl is hiking in a lovely green space in Ireland. Then he trips. His foot must have been caught on something. He rolls down a hill and is hit against some rocks. His legs split in two, bones and blood and flesh showing. Reverend, your mem the members of your congregation are all gathered happily in your church and are listening to a sermon. Then someone in the crowd coughs and then another. They splatter blood on each other, one after the other, as they choke and start dying in front of you. Wendy, you've already shot at the men to no avail. What do you do? She'll just begin screaming, I suppose. Um, just crying for her mother and asking, um, what do you want? What do you want from me? Mm -hmm. Dr. MacDonald. I think after some more sort of incoherent shouting and asking for help, I think she'll stop because she's still crawling towards the vision that she doesn't get any closer to. Lie down on her front and just start sort of repeating like mantras to herself like, this isn't real. I'm seeing things. This isn't happening. Like trying to calm herself down. Okay. Reverend. Yes. What do you reckon? I think this brings back memories of the Spanish flu about how long ago is it now? We're in the early 30s, yeah? 33. So I think the Spanish flu was happening while he was in the seminary. And uh, I think he probably ministered to the dying a lot. So he's probably... He, he stops preaching at this point and he tries to go down among the people and tries to give them comfort, but the blood is everywhere and it's on his hands and it's being sprayed in his face and there's nothing he can do and they're dying. And he just feels completely helpless. This pillar of the community, he thinks that he's kind of the centre of the town and that it's his job to shepherd them all, but he's completely useless in this point. Mm -hmm. And of course, he's still in his hysterics. And it hurts. Yep, he's still crying and laughing at the same time. Okay, so I'd like an extreme power roll from everyone besides the Reverend, who's still insane. Um, so that's uh, Wendy and Dr. MacDonald. Wendy, were you trying to... No, Dr. MacDonald. Who was trying to calm themselves? Uh, Dr. MacDonald. Did, did you give up? No, you were still going for it. She she had been crawling towards him and then she lay down and she's saying to herself, this isn't real. Yeah, I'm yeah, you can have a bonus die. Oh, nice. 
spots, but I'm trying to get an extreme. Yeah. Crikey Moses. Wendy, did you get an extreme I success? I got an extreme. <laughs> yes, I did it. You've been losing a s severely <laughs> low amount of sanity. Yeah, I'm great. Um, with a bonus die, I failed twice. Okay. As in, not, as in not just failed against extreme, failed against even normal. That's a 1d3 sanity loss. Two. Okay. And for the three of you, the visions continue, reaching what you feel is their conclusion. Wendy, your mother Jackie is walking in the evening. Looks like she's on her way to pick you up from work. It is dark. You can see a group of rowdy men nearby. They follow her and then they attack her. What do they want? Is it her money? When they're done, she's left on the ground, bruised and bleeding. Dr. MacDonald, your son Carl is hiking in a lovely green space in Ireland. Then he trips. His foot must have been caught on something. He rolls down a hill and is hit against some rocks, his legs split in two, bones and blood and flesh showing. He's screaming and crying for his mother. There's no one around. And you know, many hours pass before he gives up and stops fighting. Reverend, the members of your congregation are all gathered happily in your church and are listening to a sermon. Then someone in the crowd coughs and then another. They splatter blood on each other and one after the other, they choke and die in front of you. Did you do something wrong? Everyone you swore to protect, dead? Why would God do this to you? Everyone, and then as the visions complete, you roll back in the lake. Christina, a mere second after you reappeared, you roll back where you started, in the dark, foggy lake, and you look at each other after what you've been through. Are we in the positions we were whilst seeing the visions? Am I, am I lying on the floor face down? Yeah. <laughs> not necessarily where you started because you did run a bit. So you might be not extremely near each other, but you can definitely all see each other. You're face down. Christina, you're still bleeding. Wendy, you're holding your gun. And the Reverend, of course, is, is still in some hysterics. And you're back. And I'd like a sanity roll from uh, everyone besides the Reverend and uh, Christina. I'm beginning to feel I got off lightly. <laughs> All passed. Okay. I also passed. Honestly, this is supposed to be a sanity sink, and this has been ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. <Are you> okay. <laughs> no problems here. This was not a harrowing experience. <laughs> uh, and now I'd like a group luck roll, please. Okay. No. <laughs> not a harrowing experience. Speak for yourself. <laughs> uh, Eighty-two. Absolutely not. <sighs> not a fumble, though. No, not a fumble. There's okay, no that words. is uh, for my information. You you go on as you were. The story is back to your hands. I've, I've done what I wanted to do with you. <laughs> you just use us up and throw us away, don't you, Fedra? We're disposable to you. We mean nothing. Oh, jeez. It might be the most, like, Call of Cthulhu keeper line I've ever heard you say. <laughs> I'm going to sprint over to Christina and 
If there's no wolves there, then I will assist in attempting to first aid and start saying, um, <laughs> did, did anyone else see what we just saw? I'm guessing it would have been different for all of us, but yeah. Oh, my um, lord. We gotta go. My lord, what happened? You all know that we gotta go, right? Your leg, it's... It's in pieces. It's the arm. Your arm. <laughs> That's your arm. <laughs> your shoulder leg, it's in pieces. She doesn't have anatomy as a skill, does she? <laughs> your hand first. It was... <laughs> We can deal with that in the car, but we gotta, we gotta move. <laughs> I um, let's go, let's go. I, I, I have, I, I, I can do first aid. It's um, um, yeah. Thanks, Doc. In the car we go. Uh, Reverend, you, you are at. Reverend is very ashamed of himself for crying in front of people. Can you? He's not supposed to. Can you stand? You were out to drive? Uh, uh, yeah, 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 I'll do it. I, I, I can drive. I'm all right. I'm all right. Can, can I make a psychology check to see if the Reverend is actually okay to drive? He's probably <laughs> trembling at this point. <laughs> yeah, he's probably still crying even, but like he is covering yeah. it up. <laughs> yeah, he, um, he keeps like scrubbing at his face and rubbing, rubbing his face. But I um, reckon you don't need a psychology role. Yeah. Okay. Vina will look up and say, now is not the time for shows of masculinity, Reverend. You sit in the back. Uh, I need to, I need to try and strap up those wounds. Wendy, can you drive? Not well. Give <laughs> <laughs> it a go. <laughs> That's can, my driving shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> can you, uh, can you not crash? Maybe. <laughs> That might have to do. <laughs> okay. I tried to operate this automobile. <laughs> do you somehow oh, have less than base in drive? Yeah, everyone's assumed to be able to drive unless they say otherwise, right? What a weird thing, by the yeah. way. <laughs> I, I have base, but like you said, my mother usually comes to pick me up, so she's probably not that confident at it. <laughs> okay. Oh, God, yeah. Does your mum have a little sidecar on a motorbike that you get into? <laughs> Even yeah. though it's my car, I don't actually have any points in drive at all. There we go. Are <laughs> there dents all over the, the exterior? <laughs> like my car. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> okay, shall we... So are you heading to the Burger Castle? I don't know. We're... I should have started driving away from the lake and then I guess we'll discuss it while we're gone. At breakneck pace, mind you. So if we crash, we die instantly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that we just want to get away from here and then maybe just like pull into a side road at some point. Cars crash, people die. <laughs> when, when I'm in the back seat with um, with Christina, can I try and perform first aid? Yeah, go for so it. I've got it at 58. So. Mm -hmm. uh, no, that's a 96. Mm. It's not a fumble, thankfully, because I have it at 58, but uh, I can't do jack. No, yeah, you, you try to stop the bleeding, but like, it's quite painful and it looks like because it's a dog bite, it might need some more serious medical attention. We need some antiseptic. This isn't going to get better on its own, I don't think. It's not, not important. We gotta get to the castle. It's all that matters. 
right now. Why? We just do. We gotta stop it. Right now. I saw him too. You think that is gonna happen? He's gonna fry his own arm? Christina just looks at you and then looks forward uh, at the uh, at the road as, uh, as Wendy drives and says, we gotta stop it. Then we all saw it. We all saw the same thing, yes? We saw what Ms. Madsen saw. That and the warning what comes if we don't. I... I don't understand. Guessing y'all saw something different. I, I saw the arm. And then I saw... I don't even want to talk about it. That's what's gonna happen. If we don't make this right, that's why we gotta get to the castle. That's why we don't got time for nothing else. So we just gotta get... We gotta get him out of there, yes? That's all we gotta do now. Get him out. Make sure... What we saw... Doesn't come to pass. Alright. Yeah, let's... We'll do that. Or at least convince him to breadcrumb that arm before he fries it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Everyone knows you got to season. And share the recipe of the secret spices (laughs) with us. (laughs) 13 different herbs and spices. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which... Which way is it? You're the PA. Surely you know. (laughs) I know where I'm going. I'll drive us as fast as physically possible to the burger castle. Okay. And as you're driving, rushing for your lives, wondering whether it's too late already, this brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much, everyone. Brayden, Noxicals, Lydia, Seb. And of course, our amazing co-editors, Jason and Hal. You've all been the best. And a big, massive thank you to our listeners. You're all exceptional. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to check out the scenario book on our website and drive through RPG. Maybe send it some love with a review. Your listens, comments, and ratings are incredibly helpful. But if you want a way to support us further, please consider joining us over on patreon.com forward slash where you get access to episodes a week early. We'll be back shortly to record Beyond the Madness for our cult, elder, and avatar-tier patrons. They get access to behind-the-scenes discussion after every episode, as well as bonus episodes, exclusive Discord channels, and more. Speaking of Discord, you can find an invite link to our Discord community, as well as all of our social media links on our website at starsaride.com and in the description of this episode. Come join us. Now, farewell, dear listeners, until the stars are right again. Before moving on to this week's Beyond the Madness, I'd like to urge our lovely fans to leave us a review and let us know what you think. Reviews help us reach more people and give us that extra boost of enthusiasm to keep doing what we love. You can find all the places you can review us at starsaride.com forward slash reviews. Thank you.